Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. And here's the queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. I'm your special guest host, social media coordinator for the Karen Yant Center, Bethany DeBrew Adams. And here with me today is the queen herself, registered dietitian, Heather Klug. Welcome, Heather. Thank you, Bethany. You're in the hot seat today because it's National Nutrition Month and you're our dietitian. So we thought it would be a good idea for everybody out there to get to know you a little bit better all right, sounds great. Are you ready? Yes. Are you right. ready? Okay. So let's just dive right in, and we'll start with an easy one. Why did you decide to become a dietitian? For a couple of different reasons, Bethany. So one of them is that I think I was always just really kind of fascinated by the human body and kind of what happens <laughs> after we eat. Okay. Food. Yeah, I know. It sounds a little weird, but in fifth grade, we learned about the digestive system, and I loved it. It was like we eat Interesting. food. Interesting. This says a lot to me. <laughs> it's kind of cool. You eat food, and then your body, you know, does different things with it, and it takes what it needs from it, and it helps you function. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other reason is that um, it's a little more personal. Um, I don't think everybody knows about me, but I was overweight for a good chunk of my life. Really? Um, yeah, probably from like 10 through age 25. Okay. Mostly after my parents got divorced. Okay. And food changed in our household. Oh, so I, what did food become? Yeah, so I grew up in a household for the majority of my teens with a lot of junk food and processed food. Oh, yeah, I would so, have loved to have lived at your house. Yeah, it sounds great, but it wasn't really great for me. And if it weren't for having to walk back and forth to school, I probably would have been considered obese because I was oh, okay. pretty overweight. So but anyway, I... Um, I tried a bunch of different stupid diets like teenagers do. Sure. You know, really by my junior year in high school, I finally just stumbled upon nutrition, healthy eating. Imagine that. I know, right? (laughs) Like the basics work. Wow, yeah. Oh, this is really cool. So I'm like, well, maybe this is what I should do for a living. And I just found myself always reading about that kind of stuff. Okay. See, that's interesting because I grew up in a household where we ate healthy a lot. We didn't have a lot of processed foods and we didn't have a lot of desserts and things in our house you know we we had some but I always say we were kind of limited to like that one package of cookies where you get the 500 that are like one half is chocolate one half is vanilla and it seemed like it they came in a really big package and then we would have like ice cream here and there but that was about it as yeah. far as, like, the naughty right. food. That sounds more like my household now. I oh, try to okay. kind of, you know, I try to keep a pretty healthy food environment there. So, All right. You know, and I try to limit the treats. I don't totally ban them because I don't want to think my kids. They're going to go wild yeah, someday. I don't want them to rebel one day and have <laughs> access to those kind of foods. Yeah. Oh, Pop-Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. Okay, so was there anything specific that drew you to the cardiac field specifically when it comes to being a dietitian? Yeah, so when I was in college and doing my internships, we got to try a variety of different areas, right? Okay. So we could figure out what um, we really liked. And I was always just, um, I don't know, I gravitated to the cardiac field. Okay. Um, 
I think just because the heart itself is an amazing organ. I just think it's cool. Well, it's you like, kind of need it. You need it or yeah. you die. You so need it to work well. It's like the life force of your body, <laughs> right? But I just thought it was really neat. It's like, wow, it delivers oxygen and nutrients to the rest of your body. And wherever that blood goes, you know, it's keeping those organs healthy too. So sure. you keep your heart healthy, you're really keeping the rest of your body healthy too. So how long have you been doing cardiac? diet dietitianry I don't know the proper yeah, word but <laughs> um so boy this is really going to tell everybody my age but oh. so I've been a dietitian for 23 years okay most of that has been in the cardiac field so 20 wow. years and to think she only looks like she's 25 ladies oh, and gentlemen because my heart age is like oh it's younger than my chronological which age. is exactly what we want right <laughs> yeah so now you mentioned, you kind of touched a little bit on the food situation in your house, because I'm sure a lot of people are hearing like, oh, she's a dietitian. She eats healthy all the time. She never would have anything like naughty in her house. You mentioned you have like certain things, you have, you know, treats here and there, but is it really like heart healthy all the time in your house? Yes, I'm a perfect human being. I never <laughs> eat anything naughty. No. What? I'm, I'm human. I mean, I think I eat pretty darn healthily. But From what I've seen you do. Yeah, I mean, but I have my moments too. It's not like I never, ever eat anything processed. But okay. I, do try, I do try to eat mostly, you know, whole foods, right? Well, right. I would hope so, yeah. yeah. And I, again, I try to keep a pretty healthy food environment in my own house. When okay. I go out to eat, I try to pick pretty healthy things and watch portions. So of you things. do go out to eat? I do. Okay. I do. I Dietitians eat. can go out to I eat. eat? I eat pizza. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't, I'm a little limited because I'm lactose intolerant, so I okay. can't ice cream, although if I could, I would. Okay, okay. You know, I just, I would save it for going out somewhere. I wouldn't keep it in my house. Okay. I do like it a lot, but you know what I mean? I yeah. I those kind of things, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, if there was some food that you would ban, like this, I will not let come into my house, like what would you think is probably like the worst thing? Oh, my well, I have to do some of Barbara Walters' oh, stuff here. Come on. I don't know. I don't really ban anything. I don't believe in that. Okay. How about that? Okay. Well, that's diplomatic. <laughs> that's very diplomatic. So, aside from ice cream, which you can't have because of your lactose intolerance, um, what are your guilty pleasure foods? Because we like to talk about that from time to time around yes. here. Yes. So I love brownies. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you should see something. her face. Her face is lighting up right now. Anything with chocolate in it, I just love. Okay. Right? Yeah, that would be kind of the thing I would go to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, anything with a lot of fat and sugar in it, I kind of like together. <laughs> fat and sugar. You can't go wrong with fat That's and sugar. Right. Now, being a dietitian, I would assume, and having kids and a husband and everything mm -hmm. um do you think it's harder for you to get them to eat healthy because they might see it as well mom knows she thinks she knows everything about food and are you at like a fly on my house <laughs> oh i don't know <laughs> that is what my kids say sometimes <laughs> well to be fair i mean you know i looked at my mom and my dad because like i said we ate a lot of really healthy oh we had stir fries and all this stuff that i didn't like like as a kid and it would just be like ugh can't we just have something like 
not healthy just once in a while. And my parents were teachers. They weren't dietitians. But now you're a dietitian. I would think that rebellion is strong in your house, maybe. Uh, a little bit. Okay. I mean, yeah, I've encountered a few rough things here and there. Like, <laughs> you know, we usually have quite a bit of Halloween candy in our house. I make oh. them go through it, first of all. And I have okay. to out what they like because they can't have 50 Snickers and so on. You can't. But, oh, my you know, gosh. <laughs> you know, like, I left out. We, we talk about what's a good amount to maybe eat. Like, hey, what is, what do you think? Two pieces of candy a week? Sounds two, two pieces a week, yeah. Mom? So then I let them. There's Ooh. 52 weeks in a year, so they get to pick 104 <laughs> pieces of candy. Wow, you're tough. And, yeah, and then they get to choose what they eat. They get to pick their days to eat it. But one time I came home, uh-huh. and my one of my daughters had eaten a ton of candy. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And she forgot Ooh. to, like, throw away her evidence. She just left oh. the wrappers around. Oh, well, <laughs> I think, like, a sugar buzz might make that happen, right? Well, I can see all the wrappers <laughs> in the garbage can, oh. on the table. Oh, no, no, no. Amateur hour. <laughs> yeah, so there is a little bit of that, of course, in my house. A ton. Okay. So do, do you have to sneak the healthy food in, or is everybody pretty okay with yeah, what you put together? okay with that. Yeah, and they get to voice their opinion on what we have. Like, oh, that's good. What do good. you want to have for the vegetable tonight? I might pick out the other things, but okay. they get to choose the vegetable with the meal, or they can pick what we want for dinner, right? Oh, okay. Like, hey, I'm going shopping. What do you guys want to eat this week? Well, that's nice. But, you're, you're nicer than I am in my house. <laughs> but I feel that helps, because then they're not going to fight me. And rebel so well, much, yeah, that would make right? sense. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about, you know, rebellion and the not wanting to eat heart healthy. And I know a lot of people will come in, they'll visit their doctor. Mm-hmm. They hear, okay, you have high blood pressure, you have high cholesterol. We're going to start by modifying your diet and I want you to eat more heart healthy. And they are just overwhelmed and they think they have to go home. They have to like just throw everything away and start over from scratch. Is that realistic or is there like a small thing that people can do to just make it not so overwhelming, not so scary? The second part of what you said. So, <laughs> yeah, if you get a diagnosis like that, it's natural to kind of feel a little overwhelmed I sure. think, at first. So I like to remind people, hey, let's just relax for a little bit. Yeah. You know, I try to, after I ask them quite a few questions, you know, I can usually kind of pinpoint you know, a couple areas they could probably focus on to start with, right? Right. Because if I pick something that's in there pretty often that they could watch more carefully, like say they're drinking a lot of soda or sugary beverages. Sure. Say they're snacking a lot or, you know, snacking in the evening when it's usually just a habit. You know, if I can get them to key in on just one area even at first, you know, it does have to be very patient-centered. It has to be something that person wants to focus on. Right, right. right. And that's something that you can actually help people with at the Karen Yant Center too, oh, right? Absolutely, yeah. So we do, you know, nutrition education and counseling here. That would be with me. Okay. Yeah, no, if they did it with me, that might be just <laughs> yeah. not the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but usually getting people just, again, to focus on one thing to start with. And you build that into a habit, into your lifestyle, and then we can work on something else. So okay. Kind of like small little baby steps you could think of. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So moving forward, now that we're a few episodes into the podcast, what are your plans for the future? What do you want to focus on in upcoming episodes? 
Oh, so we're going to talk about quite a few things, not just nutrition. Mm -hmm. Oh, not just nutrition. Okay. There's a lot of risk factors (laughs) for heart disease, right? Sure. You know, I'm hoping to also talk about uh, certainly exercise and strength training, maybe bring some healthcare professionals in to talk about those kind of topics. Um, I also want to talk about stress management and mental health. Excellent. Emerging evidence on that and how that affects. Um, your risk for heart disease. Sure. Um, you know, different behavior modification things. Okay. Like the power of habit. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else in here? Um, I'd like to talk about uh, the different uh, risk, uh, signs and symptoms, excuse me, signs sure. and symptoms um, that are unique to women for heart Right, because I don't think a lot of people understand that there's a lot of signs and symptoms that women have, and even risk factors that women have that men don't have. Right, exactly. So we'll talk about those in future podcasts. I also have a special interest in things like you know, the microbiome and how food choices can uh, modulate that and improve our health. Back to the digestive system. Your first love. And, you know, with all of these, I want to tie that connection back to, hey, yeah, this is what we want you to eat, but this is why, you know. Right, right. I think when people understand why you need to do something, it might make a little bit more sense. Sure. And it also, the more you understand something, the more kind of power you have if something goes wrong and you can go in and talk to the doctor. You're more equipped to advocate for yourself if you know how you feel when you're eating healthy versus how you feel when you've had something bad. or Absolutely. So you bring up a good point there with the advocacy. Thank you. Yes. So that is a big thing here in the Karen Yon Center. Certainly we want to educate women on their, you know, uh, make them aware that uh, heart disease is their number one health, their number one health risk. Yeah, right. (laughs) Their number one health risk, but also to really make sure they're advocating for themselves. Women are great at doing that for other people. Yes, we are. Always great at doing it for themselves. I had that experience with myself. Sure, and I have as well. It was a decade ago with some health issues, and I'm like, man, why did I do that differently? So um, we also want to uh, bring in women, maybe, and share some of their experiences. Oh, that's going to be great. Definitely. This all is really interesting stuff. I'm looking so forward to watching this podcast evolve. Yeah, me too. Well, thanks for being here and letting me sit in your chair today, Heather. And ladies, thank you for listening. And until we talk again, be the ruler of your own heart. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. Our podcast is recorded here at the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For more heart-healthy tips, info, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyancecenter.org, like us on Facebook at Karen Yance Center, and follow us on Pinterest. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our show and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, ladies, be ruler of your own heart.